The Love Doctors Podcast is sponsored by Choice Mortgage Bank. Phone line 1-877-927-6969. Back to the Love Docs on Real Radio. All right, we'll do this first and foremost. Hello to the 5 o'clockers. Hey, it's good to have you on board. Knocking off of work. Great to have you on with us. 877-927-6969 is the toll-free number. You can join us. Uh, something on your mind. We want to hear from you. Uh, we do have some pretty sad news. The two-time Cy Young winner and former Blue Jays and Phillies Major League Baseball player Roy Halladay uh, died in a plane crash earlier this afternoon. At about 1 o'clock, he crashed off of Pasco County uh, uh, about 10 miles uh, west of St. Petersburg in the Gulf of Mexico. It was a, uh, it was in a, it was a plane crash. Mm-hmm. He was, was in a rocket ship of a plane. Uh, said he felt like he was flying, doing low passes on the water like he was in a fighter jet. So if that was his passion, he had become a pilot after retiring after the 2013 season and loved playing. So, wow, that was some that's some pretty jarring news right there. You're not kidding. 40 yeah. years old, Roy Holiday. Oh, man, that's too young. Former Major League Baseball pitcher has died. Uh, also, uh, footnote suggestions. Uh, again, we want to hear what you want to talk about. Don't just call with a suggestion for corporate mascots, last night I was watching uh, some television uh, on and off, uh, flipping through channels. I stumbled across a Domino's Pizza commercial, and in their Rube Goldberg-esque contraption that they had for the commercial, they ran across the Noid. And I hadn't thought about the Noid in years. I, I didn't even remember what the Noid looked like until you guys showed me yeah. on the computer. Yeah. I, the only reason I knew what the Noid looked like is I had one of those hard plastic you could sort of put the arms up in any position that you wanted. It was yeah, a, it was like, like an a, action figure. A, a desk figure, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of sat on your desk there for a while. And so you're more than welcome to add a corporate mascot uh, I we we haven't had a lot of repeats, if any repeats, for that matter. No, uh, we've we've mentioned the Pillsbury Doughboy, uh, the uh, Kool Aid guy, uh, Grimace, Hamburglar, <laughs> and Mayor McCheese, <laughs> Tony the Tiger, the Tootsie Pop Owl. That brought right. me back. How many mm-hmm. licks does it take to get to the center? Of a Tootsie Pop. The Hawaiian Punch. Punch from Hawaiian Punch. How about a nice Hawaiian Punch? Uh, the yeah. Lucky Charms Leprechaun. We talked about Toucan Sam. Uh, we also mentioned Tricks. And oh, cereal's full of them. Yeah, they Cere- sure are. And and Luke even pulled out Sonny, the Cuckoo for Cocoa Pops guy. Right. How about... Chester Cheeto. Yeah, still doing commercials. Chester Cheetah. Yeah. yeah. Chester yeah. Cheetah for Cheetos. Right. How St- about what? Uh, how about the uh, Taco Bell uh, Chihuahua? Yo quiero Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Taco Bell Chihuahua. That, was, right. that was a pretty popular mascot for a while there. And Spuds McKenzie. There was a whole bunch of people in here that had mentioned Spuds McKenzie. So we may not necessarily be getting the repeats on the phone, but we got them in email. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spuds McKenzie sucked, but who didn't suck was the AT&T chick. Very hot. Yes, she was. Oh, Lily. Yes. Don't, I haven't seen her in a while. Well, she hasn't been doing commercials mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, she's hot. Google her uh, images and, uh, whew, man, beautiful right. woman. I've got a useless fact coming up. Let's talk about the, uh, the Noid. If you watch those commercials closely... 
you will see the Noid in one of them. I think it's where they're using the pizza cutters to make the type of machine work. That Rube Goldberg machine I was talking about. Right. Standing in the background is the Noid. Marvin, thank you. You jog my memory. But that's exactly what I noticed, and that's what got the old motor kicking upstairs for corporate mascots. Here's one. Burger King. Oh, the oh. creepy king. Bill man. said there was nothing creepier than when a guy wakes up in bed next to him and under the covers is the Burger King with that grinning head. And then he's in the shower and the king is then peeking through the shower curtain. You're yeah. right, Bill. That was that, a creepy campaign. That and the very first one where they brought when they brought the Burger King back, the very first one where the guy goes it's a guy or a chick. I think it was a guy. He goes to his bedroom window. He gets up, goes to the window and pulls up the shades. And there's the Burger King staring in his window yeah. like this perverted peeping Tom looking at it. Freaky. Yeah, it was of course of a Burger King breakfast. Oh man, that 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 Burger King is evil looking. Remember the one where they had him in the Boy. NFL? Remember the one where they had him in the NFL commercials where he's catching passes in the end zone and yes. scoring touchdowns? Yes, I remember with those with those tight white socks pulled all the way up. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Very weird. I, I'm pretty sure. That that was meant to creep you out. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, you wouldn't have him in the shower with you if it wasn't supposed to be creepy. <laughs> but uh, if that wasn't their intent, they missed the mark, man. Because they, that, <laughs> they hit the mark they, on the creepy factor. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they did. certainly did. What that has to do with selling hamburgers, I have no idea. But uh, weird. I don't know, man. V- very weird campaign. I never understood it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Uh, the Noid uh, for Domino's. I had forgotten all about The Noid until Adam West killed him on Family Guy. And I vaguely remember that episode. Ah. I've seen them all probably half a dozen times. Adam West, Adam West. <laughs> a little bit softer now. Adam West, Adam West, Adam West, Adam West. You know, Adam West must have done a lot of pre-taping because this season of Family Guy has got a few episodes and he makes cameos. Or does he? He is sorely missed on that show as mayor yeah. of Quahog. Mm-hmm. I miss Adam West. Man, that, that guy had a fantastic way of delivering self-deprecating humor. Oh, he did. He's, he is he was excellent at it, mm-hmm. if not one of the best in the business that we've ever seen. Uh so we have that and the answer was Chipper. Oh yeah. Somebody yeah. called in and talked about the RCA dog and we knew his name Nipper, Nipper right. but I knew I knew there was a little puppy that was sitting next to Nipper at one point later on in their campaign. Right, right. And it was Chipper, so it's Nipper and Chipper. Dano D A N O at iheartmedia.com is the email address. Thank you for waiting Brad and Jupiter, you're on Real Radio. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. How do you do, Brad? Real good and Luke too. Uh, I'm doing well. Good. I, uh, so really sorry to hear about the uh, Roy Holiday. Man, that is that was jarring news. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. Uh, anytime, but but Luke was on to something. There's a lot of baseball players that have been taken out in plane crashes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a chance to meet him. I guess it was what about ten years ago when he was in Philly. Uh, my boys got to be down on the field for the Star Spangled Banner, and mm-hmm. uh, real good guy, real nice guy. Yeah, that's and, uh, most people said he was very generous. Shocking. Loved his loved flying uh, post 2013. That's what he picked up uh, after his baseball career was over. He had become a pilot. 
Oh, man, that's sad news. Did he win his two Cy Young Awards with Toronto, or did he win one with Philly and the that's other with Toronto? Question. I'm just curious. I, I would yeah. say they're, because he spent so many years in Toronto, I'll go with both in Toronto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, as he got into sure. Philadelphia, he was still a great pitcher. I'm not taking anything away from what you've said, Brad, but uh, he had been getting a little bit, he was a little bit more injury prone mm-hmm. uh, and got into, you know. True, true. I think he lost his starting uh, spot there as their ace with Cole Hamels coming up, and uh, but just a really good guy. That would have been about like 2012, 2011, 2012 in that area, and yeah, and, somewhere and, around in there. Yeah, maybe not ten years. Yeah, yeah, and then started well, okay, and then started getting injury plagued 2008 through 10. Sad. But I, I just wanted to say, did you did you anybody mention uh, Mrs. Butterworth? Mrs. No. Butterworth, the talking <laughs> syrup bottle. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Nobody's talked about that. <laughs> All right, what's better, Aunt Jemima or Mrs. Butterworth? Ooh, to tell you the truth, I can't, it's like it's like with peanut butter with me. I can't tell the difference. Oh, it all tastes the same to me. Man, is there a big difference in peanut butter? I, I don't notice it because my wife buys whatever's on sale. Jeff, you know, whatever she gets a two for one or you know a bogo or a, a, I'll eat Jif, I'll eat Peter Pan, I'll eat Skippy. Skippy. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. You it all can't tastes tell the, the difference between Jif now and Skippy. Maybe if I had them side by side, if I had both jars in front of me, maybe I could tell it then. But I don't. I only have one jar at a time. So, All right, Facebook Live. We're, we're going to go live and dirty at 530. One day this week, we're going to do the peanut butter taste test with Glenn. Okay. And we're going to blindfold you, and we're going to get three jars of peanut butter, and you're going to tell us the difference between all three. All right. I'm in. Now, uh, do you have a preference, crunchy or creamy? Oh, creamy, yes. How about you, Luke? Crunchy or creamy? I'm a creamy guy. I'm a creamy yeah. guy. You have at the whipped peanut butter. That that's is really the best. like that is awesome. It's I the love best. the whipped peanut now, butter. Now, have, have you guys, guys are getting whipped into a frenzy? Yeah, <laughs> whipped peanut butter is where it's at. <laughs> now, if you in the, I'm, you got right. me started, man. Oh, I'm, a, geez, I'm a peanut butter freak. You know, you know, I've been attacking those Reese's cups. You have like, demolished that. I think bag. it's going out of style. I think I had forty of them today. <laughs> um, the uh, Peter Pan honey roasted creamy. Yeah, that is. Really That's good. where it's at. Huh? And, and then there's is that an, your jam? There's Wait, another. What? No, yes, your peanut no, butter. No, there's no jam in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's another thing, and I haven't yet to try it out. It's a powder, and you add water to it. And it turns into peanut butter. Oh, that doesn't sound. That doesn't sound very appetizing. They sell. No, it doesn't sound good at all. But they sell it at uh, at Publix, and I'm like, well, I mean, it's we have to try. We got to try. We it. have to make that. And Glenn needs to try it first. All right, so, I'll try it. I mean, that that might be something that maybe if you're camping or whatever, you don't want to carry around a jar of peanut butter with you. You carry the little, the little pouch, and you mix it up with your water. But who would who would want? Instant peanut butter like that. Oh, it sounds terrible. When, when we do this, I'm going to snort it like a line. What were you going to okay. say, Brad? <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like an army ration. Yeah, it does. Yeah. In yes. your MREs, your powdered, your powdered, powdered peanut, peanut butter. butter. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. It's no. expensive as hell. It's got to be good. <sighs> yeah, peanut butter can be very yeah, expensive. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brad. No, I just had uh, one other story quick. Uh, you guys were mentioning Joe Zusu a little while ago. Yeah, uh, right. I always thought that guy was a little strange, you know, I mean, <laughs> his smile and the way he acted. Well, uh, I think it was back in 88, my uh, my brother was the head Zusu salesman in the Philadelphia area, so he won a trip out to Las Vegas. So he was out there, and uh, at the same time, I had an accident doing a roof, and I hurt my hand, cut my thumb off and things, so I'm in the hospital, and my brother calls me from Las Vegas. All right. And he says, uh, 
boy, I'm really sorry to hear that. And I'm talking, how are you doing? He goes, well, actually, I'm doing great. I uh, just came in here and I won the door raffle for $5,000 on top of the trip over here. He said, I'm I'm hanging out with Joe Susu and he's telling me stories about the guy, (laughs) about uh, what he's doing and his late night uh, little parties. And he turned out to be a strange one for sure. (laughs) But uh, it was funny when uh, my brother says to me, they were able to put my phone back on and he, he tells me, he says, you know, you're really lucky they could put that back on. And I'm thinking... You're out there winning all that money, and I'm here in the hospital. Yeah, who's the lucky one? Without a thumb. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with this picture? Mm -hmm. Good story. uh, Yeah, crazy guy that uh, Joe Zusu, if I could tell you some of the stories. Was it David Leisure? David Leisure. David Leisure. He was a great character. And like I said, he was on that show Empty Nest, which was a spinoff of the Golden Girls, and he played... The brother. The single ex- next-door neighbor oh, to Richard Mulligan, okay. who was a doctor, I think. Right. He was the next-door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chrissy McNichol was one of the daughters, wasn't she? I believe you're right, Dan, yeah. I never watched that show either. I saw it a couple <laughs> times. I had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend. I know, it's weird. I had a girlfriend who was into it, and I had to watch a few episodes. Right. It wasn't very, wasn't very good. All right. Brad, thanks for the conversation in the walk down memory lane, dude. Oh, yeah, sure, guys. Keep it up. You got it. Call back anytime. Ron and Delray, thanks for waiting, and welcome to Real Radio. Dan out. Ron. Your uh, pitchman thing really gave me a flashback and a Rocky and Bullwinkle moment. You know, where you take things where everything is funny and meaning one thing, and then you put a couple more years under your belt behind you. And it's like, how the hell did I miss that? Okay, well, let me in. Let yeah. me in. I, I want to know what you mean. Okay, back in the back in the in the sixties, Post cereal had Rice Krispies that were sugar coated. They were awesome. Where Rice Krispies <laughs> just taste like you know something you'd stuff in a mattress right now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. they're a little bland. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. They, they need to be sweetened, <laughs> definitely. You put your hand in the box and stuff them in your mouth. You know, yeah. They're really good. Yeah. They're a good thing. Um, when they first came out, their mascot was some creepy-looking clown thing on the box. Oh, you mean it wasn't Snap, went, Crackle, Pop from the get-go? No, 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 no. These were made by Post. These weren't Kellogg's. Oh, okay. But they were Rice okay. Krispies? They were... They were they were like Rice Krispies. Oh, they were yeah. A lot of the a lot of cereals have competing knockoffs of each other. You know. All right, all right. Count Chocula and Cocoa Puffs. I got it. Right. And probably their pitch person had something to do with it. Um, they were they were made by Post. They were like really they were more like candy than than cereal. Um, and their mascot. As as the box disappeared from the shelf, was a Chinese person dressed in festive garb with a little Chinese hat, running around with a coolie hat and chopsticks. <laughs> it and almost it almost sounds stereotypical. It does. At man. least in my mind, it's got a bowl cut. Yeah, right, right. Her name her name was so high. If you had some, you could probably eat two boxes. <laughs> but I mean, true to God. You can go on the internet. You can see pictures of the boxes and stuff. You know, if you if you did something like that today, they'd probably have a a, a rally in in the in the in the park and 
What a, what, but what a weird mascot. How do you eat cereal with chopsticks? We're you know? looking. We're looking at it right now. It's called post. It's called post rice crinkles. Sugar coated rice crinkles. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, this particular mascot is not really overly racial, but it is, I guess, because it's a rice based cereal. Right. And of course, they have to have an Asian. <laughs> Yeah, as, as their mascot, and and again, I had never heard of sugar-coated rice crinkles, so you dated me a little bit on that, Ron. Uh, favorite cereal of all time? Favorite cereal of all time? All time, oh, Ron. Rice crinkles. Just rice crinkles. These things make, are making me hungry. <laughs> oh, oh, mine's got to be. And yeah. It's I love it, and it's out there now, and I don't eat it because it's so sugary and fattening. It's cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, that's good, baby. That is stuff. awesome stuff, that's man. A, that's a we could kill a box in a day. Ron, mm-hmm. it was great hearing from you, man. We're going to get to some other calls, but uh, thanks a lot for the suggestions and certainly the conversation. Adios, and remember, four out of doc, four out of five doctors rec, rec, uh, agree that lucky strikes are good for you. Oh, you're in the day they certainly did. Virginia <laughs> Slims and Newports as well. I'm looking at a, a, a picture of the post Sugar Crinkles mascot. That's the clown he was talking about. Okay, this thing would scare the crap out of Gacy. <laughs> look at look at the oh, maniacal is, look on this clown's face. Oh my face. god, that, that looks like it's about to kill you. That is where Stephen King got it. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> or Pennywise, rather. Yeah, Pennywise, man. All right, let's get uh, let's get some calls on here. We've got uh, oh, Paul Lind is checking in with Real Radio. Hi, Paul. I had a crush on Joe Camel because his nose looked like a giant tally welter. <laughs> That's what true. It, it, it did. It did look like it. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Frank West Palm Beach Real Radio. Hi, Frank. Hey, how y'all doing today? Well, oh, Frank, we couldn't be any better. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was calling you in with one of the icons, and then y'all were talking about the Paul Mall Paul, Paul lady, and you said soap lady, and it instantly took me back to uh, oh, the Ivory Snow Wench, Marilyn Chambers. Marilyn Chambers. Oh, that's right. The, the porn original. star. Yeah. 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 I remember uh-huh. a lot of stories yeah. about that woman. She was on yeah. She was on this radio station. We had another show, and she was doing a, some type of promotional tour. She's still out there working. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think she's doing uh, yeah. uh, senior stuff. Geriatric porn? Could be. What about, wasn't Brooke Shields a uh, a, a child? She was uh, like Vidal Sassoon jeans? Yeah, or, no, when she was a child. When she was or? a little girl, she was, her face was on the, a product. I don't, uh, I'm trying to think of what it was. Got me glad. Was it Ivory Soap? Maybe. No. Brooke Shields? Ivory yeah. Snow, yeah. Is Ivory it? Snow. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. They had a lot of child stars, so. Yeah. I'm not saying no. I just mm-hmm. don't remember Brooke Shields. I, I remember yeah. her after she was in those tight-ass jeans. Yeah, Lay- Calvin Klein's, right? What, no, I, I, I said Vidal Sassoon, Sergio Valente. That was when she was older. Jordache. Yeah. Well, yeah. she wasn't that old. She was doing the Blue Lagoon. She was 16. Right. That long ass hair. Shame on us for that age. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah, that's right. Shame, shame on, on Shame me. on you. You. Me. <laughs> me. You. And Frank. It's just me brought it up. All right, Frank. Right? Yeah, I was like, originally called you about the one I originally called you about was uh, Max Hedrum. Max Hedrum. for Coca-Cola. Co- that was the original before he got his yeah. show. I loved that show. Did you? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought it was a cool show. As a kid, I enjoyed it. I liked yeah. the technology. Right. Uh, but I was never a fan of Coke, so. Oh, yeah. 
All right, good ones. Frank, we got to run. Good hearing from you, man. Thanks for the suggestions. You too. All right. Thanks. 877-927-6969. Toll free. Looks like we got a whole bunch of people online right now that want to uh, check in with some mascots. But what we need to do is give away tickets to Sammy Hagar and the Circle at Pompano Beach Amphitheater. We've got your opportunity to win those tickets next here at Real Radio. Listening to the Love Doctors. Call now on the Culligan Water phone line 1 877 927 6969. And now back to the Love Doctors on Real Radio 943 and 1017 on the Treasure Coast. Sammy Hagar and the Circle invading Pompano Beach Amphitheater, and it's happening Sunday, November 12th. That means that's this Sunday, and we have your tickets. And we're going to give you a chance to win those tickets right now. We're going to play an easy game we call Factor Crap. It's uh, pretty simple. Glenn will have a few statements for you, and you have to determine whether or not that statement is fact or crap, two out of three correct, and you go, you know, it, you don't have to be right about the fact part. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if, if you give them a, a statement and it's incorrect and they say crap, they, that's one. Exactly. Two exactly. out of three right, and we'll send you to the concert, and we'd love to hear from you on that. We're also talking corporate mascots. Here's one for you. Ready? Yeah. What do you got? The Hand from Hamburger Helper. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The white glove. That's right. right. The yeah. Hand. And he didn't have five fingers. He only had four. Four. It was That's weird. right. It was very strange. Yeah. It was very odd. He was a freak. He was a freak. <laughs> Maybe he lost one in a kitchen accident. And we don't need to do a, an entire uh, call based on corporate mascots. You're welcome to talk about whatever you would like. Uh, we'll discuss it. And the person waiting the longest on hold is C in West Palm Beach. What's up, C? Hey. Hey. Listen, this is probably the most important one, fellas. Oh, yeah? The tidy bowl man. Oh, the guy in the little <laughs> boat, the little rowboat in the toilet tank. Yeah. That was the that was the first that was the first time my toilet turned blue, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that I was, was mesmerized. Cool. I know, I was a kid, it was like, man, that thing that's cool. That's the coolest ever. Yeah. <laughs> the tidy bowl man. And the crow from the fruit loops. I'm sorry, the what? The what? The crow from the Fruit Loop cereal. Oh, the oh, toucan. It's toucan, not a crow. It's toucan, a toucan. Toucan Sam. Yeah. What's his name? Okay, I'm sorry. No, there's yeah. never, ever a reason to apologize on this show. You should hear the incorrect crap we spew every oh day. Oh, my God. Well, that's great to hear. I look forward to hearing some more of it. You got it. <laughs> we got plenty more of it coming, see? Good suggestions. Thanks have for a, hanging. Have a great day, fellas. All right, you too. Too, man. Uh, all right, and uh, I want to clear off some of these. The people have been waiting a long time to get their, I don't know, point across. Mascot mentioned. Peter and Jupiter, you're on Real Radio. Good afternoon, gentlemen. And an uh, afternoon as well. Thank you. What? Brooke Shields. Uh, the baby food stuff. Um, Gerber. Gerber baby food. Oh, she was at don't get much younger than that. Okay, it's coming back to me now. She was the Gerber baby. I also thought she was an Ivory Snow, did the Ivory Snow commercial too, but maybe I'm wrong. But uh but you're right though. I think I think I think he's right, the Gerber baby. Um the uh other one for the uh, mascot, it's not worldwide or anything, but if you lived here in Florida long enough, Sparky for Florida Power and Light. 
Sparky. The lightning bolt guy. Yeah. The lightning bolt guy. Yeah, I remember that. That's going back a ways. Yeah. Well, how about the Rice Brothers? They were kind of mascots for uh, for the best control company, right? Oh, for Hewlett. Still for Hewlett. are. Yeah. 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 And, and the and the Instacash thing, too. That was yeah. theirs. So right. there's a bunch of them. All right, Peter. Good suggestions, man. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you later. Sounds right, good, you Peter. Too. Thank you. Now, as I as uh, and look, I needed to know that the face of the Gerber baby food product is not that of actress Brooke Shields. Oh, uh, it's an urban legend. Huh? Nor did it ever belong to another famous person, including Richard Nixon, Elizabeth Taylor, Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Richard Nixon. All have been rumored to have been the most famous baby food face in history. It's not Jane Seymour. And the wasn't the copper tone chick Jodie Foster though. I think so. I think you're right. That I don't know. Do you know the dog that's pulling down the pulling little that, bikini. Right. And you can you see, see the tan line. Butt. Yeah, yeah. That I think was Jodie Foster. That just popped into my mind when he said that it was Brooke Shields, and I didn't think it was. But look, don't let the don't, don't let the truth get in the way of a suggestion here. Remember their jingle: "Tan don't burn, get a copper tone tan." No, Glenn. You don't remember no, that? No, huh? I don't. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that Richard Nixon being a pitch man for anything. <laughs> Especially as babe, a baby. baby yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm not a carrot. Yeah, I prefer strained peas. Yeah. <laughs> 877-927-6969. Toll free. Let's get a winner for these Sammy Hagar yeah, tickets. On, Tommy, Lake Worth, welcome to Real Radio. Hey, you know, how you doing? All right, Tommy. I want you to win these tickets. I want you to head to the Pompano Beach Amphitheater on Sunday. First, you got to get past Doctor Glenn. He's got a couple of statements Wait. for you. Yeah. Can I can I say one thing before I forget it? Sure. You brought up about Marilyn Chambers. Uh, I just want to let you know she died in two thousand nine from a brain aneurysm, so she's not doing any. Well, oh, geez, it was two thousand nine. Well, what year was she on this station? Two thousand four. I mean, she was old when she came into this building. Yeah, but I just I I, I knew that she had died. And I. She was in the building. No, I don't you know remember what? I think that. She did a phone call, and then there was another one. There was a ginger something. Uh, ginger Lynn is a very oh, popular Ginger answer. Lynn was another one that we had in here. But no, I think I think oh, another one of the shows talked to Marilyn Chambers. Oh, I remember what it was. It was one of our morning shows back in the nineties. Oh man, Jeez. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she lasted ten years after we talked to her. That could have been the day before. Yeah. <laughs> All right, offer. I'll try it out. Marilyn Chambers. Okay. I was getting those two confused, I think. Okay. The one that came into the building was Ginger Lynn. Yeah, she's she's been around a while. One, oh, of the morning, a, one of the morning shows was the one that did the interview with Marilyn Chambers. Ginger Lynn was a superstar in the porn industry yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was. I actually, I actually used to go out with Barbara Dare, if you remember that name. Barbara Dare. Heard the name. Yeah. Yeah, after the prep sheet. They came back then, or Angela Barron, and all those guys. All right, well, I, I, I dare you to beat Dr. Glenn. Let's uh, let's get some factor right. crap on the table. Here you go, Tommy. Put your thinking cap on, Glenn. All right. Hotmail was launched in 1996. Fact or crap? Fact. It is a fact. All right, yes. way to go. Good job. <laughs> First one. All right, here's your next one. From the ground all the way up to the torch, the Statue of Liberty is 93 meters high. Fact or crap? Crap. No, it's a fact. Damn it. (laughs) All right, you're halfway there, though. You still have one shot left. Come on, Tommy. (laughs) All right. All right. This is a good one. 
A man from the United States consumed his 26,000th Big Mac on the 11th of October, 2012, after eating at least one a day for 40 years. Fact or crap? Crap. It is a fact. Damn it. Damn it, Tommy. You were off to such a good start, man. I know it's laughable, isn't it? It Damn is. Guy ate. Well, I'm thinking one of them has to be crap. <laughs> he ate a he ate a Big Mac every day for 40 years. Jeez, God, man, oh man. All right, Tommy. Better luck next time, man. We got some Hagar tickets for you. Thank you, sir, for playing and good hearing from you, Scott Deerfield Beach. Welcome to Real Radio. Thank you. I'm ready. All right, Scott. Make sure your radio is turned down if you don't mind. Doctor Glenn, first question. The longest distance swam underwater in one breath is 200 meters. Fact or crap? Fact. It is a fact. All right, way to go. Nice job. Okay. This is is from the Guinness Book of World Record, this question. The record for most needles inserted into the head is 15,000. Good Lord. Fact or crap? Pinhead. I'll say crap. It is crap. You're the winner. Yeah. All right. We got ourselves a winner here. Fantastic. And uh, hold on just one second. We'll get some information from you. And uh, hold on, Scott. Uh, Our our winner. uh, Okay. So there you go. Good job. Yeah. Nice job. And uh, let's welcome Terry and Margate to Real Radio. What's up, Terry? Afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, man. What's happening? You too, Glenn. Thank you. <laughs> I just had a couple of mascots I was thinking of. Uh, one of them, uh, Matt Headroom, got taken off the board as soon as I called. Sure did. But uh, Coca-Cola. Another one was uh, Mr. Whipple. Got that one. Actually, that was a Glenn suggestion right out of the gates today when we were talking about corporate mascots. Oh, man, we've had a lot of them. Uh, the uh, ho- uh, Punch from Hawaiian Punch, the Yokiero Taco Bell dog, all of the cereals, Kool-Aid. All right. Uh, Chester, I, I Chester think, Cheetah. I think I might have one more that is as old as Glenn, but uh, I don't think he came up with it. That's oh. uh, Choo Choo Charlie. Oh, from Good and Plenty. There you go. All That's right. right. Yeah, yeah Choo Choo Charlie. I forgot all about him. And the why would be, what would be the only reason I know the answer to that, Glenn? Because you like Good and Plenty. Because I like black licorice, <laughs> and yeah. I am one of the. I'm, I'm certainly the only. I'm the only one in my entire group of friends, my entire life, that like black licorice. I haven't heard the name Choo Choo Charlie mentioned in God knows how long, man. I forgot all about him. Hell, those commercials were in black and white. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good suggestion there, Terry. Well, count me as a new friend, Daniel, because I've loved Black since since I met Choo Choo Charles. Well, now we find out this, the crap could kill us, so yeah, they don't say, be eating it. It's not good for you. There was a recent study that came out said it was harmful to you it, for some reason. It, what was it again? Increased uh, blood pressure. That's right. So it causes high blood pressure, and what they do is they will prescribe it a doctor will prescribe black licorice for somebody that's suffering from low blood pressure and that raises their blood pressure mm-hmm. huh. okay well you're telling this to a guy who's sitting out on the patio drinking a beer and smoking a fat cigar so. all right yeah we'll have some black licorice with that <laughs> why not and uh, a previous caller said uh he didn't believe nixon was a sponsor for anything uh, he actually was it was the uh 3m scotch reel-to-reel tape 
<laughs> I got it. I got it. Hey, oh, look out! Yeah. The water, it's a Watergate joke. Right. Uh, but seriously, uh, what kind of what kind of cigarette? What kind of cigarette or cigar are you smoking? It's a uh, Fuente, eight five eight. Oh man, I, I'm a Fuente. I'm, I'm, I'm a Fuente. Fuente. I think that's what he said. Yeah. Arturo Fuente. Yeah, it is. I'm a big Arturo fan. Fuente. I'm a big fan. Arturo Fuente. Arturo Fuente. What is he? A, a cigar maker? Yeah, he rolls it between his yeah. thighs like all the women in Cuba. That's right. Yeah, but he does it in Honduras. <laughs> I don't want a I don't want a cigar rolled by a dude b- between his thighs. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. Sorry. You're smoking too- your cigar and you. Yeah, that's too close to the boys, man. Yeah. But let's be honest. The hands aren't exactly a clean uh, item. I mean, I think somebody's thighs might be cleaner than their hands. Yeah, uh, just sniff Arturo Fuente's fingers. All right. <laughs> Terry, good talking with you. Enjoy that cigar, man. Hey, um, you know, one second. I got some poetry. No, I'm kidding. Uh, hey. Real funny. Yeah, yeah. Ha, ha. Get out of here, you. <laughs> poetry, my ass. Yeah, we don't do poetry around here. Not unless gonna, it's a dirty limerick. Not going to do any damn po- No, we're not going to do dirty limericks, Glenn. <laughs> okay. why, why haven't you learned? The second you make a mention, that's what we're going to get yeah. on the phone lines. Let's see how clever the hotline is. Hotline, real radio. There was an old man from this. Okay. Okay. You guys have been lacking on the south of the border, little bastard. Pedro. Pedro Pedro. Pedro, that's right. Pedro says, come to south of the border. Those billboards every mile, it seems like. No, 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 no. The Frito Bandito. Oh, the Frito Bandito. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah, from Frito-Lay. Yeah, I remember that. How the hell is this a hotline call, sir? It's not. It's a suggestion is what it is. And we had full phones, so they got through on the hotline. I'm That's still going to go one. see uh, Pedro uh, south of the border. I want fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank right, you. You too. Hotline 772-335-2401. Yes, Luke. Going back to the uh, poetry uh, factor, are, are we still letting Hunter tell uh, chicken poems? Oh, Hunter always gets a free He's pass. He's grandfathered in, right? Yeah, right. Hunter's grandfathered in. Absolutely. Hunter is the only guy who's allowed to do poetry on this radio station. I just, I just wanted him to know if he were, if he were listening. He, he might be like... What the hell is wrong with those guys? They don't like my chicken bones <laughs> wait a minute, anymore? Wait, wait, did I get, did I get banned or something? No, no not no, at no. all. No, no, not no, at no, all. No, he is the exception to the rule. Chris in Fort Pierce, you're on Real Radio. Hi, Chris. Sarah Teller, you name the tagline. Where's the beef? <laughs> okay. You, you got it, and he just got dejected. Yeah. Christ. What, did you think we weren't going to get that? I mean, it's one of the most recognizable catchphrases ever in the history of advertising. It's, a, it's, a, it's an iconic phrase. Yes. Where's the beef? People were saying that everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. There was one other from history that I remember got more play than Where's the Beef. What's that? It was from a Clint Eastwood movie. You got it? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everyone started saying it. Yep. Go ahead. Make, make my day. day. It was on bumper stickers. It was in ad campaigns. It was a country music <laughs> song, a, a horrible song. It we was? Pl- it was. We played it here uh, one time. It's terrible. Did they have clips from Sudden Impact in it or something? Clint Eastwood actually did the line where he says, go ahead and make my day. It was recorded by a country artist named T.G. Shepard. He was big in the uh, 70s and into the 80s. I bet we don't have it in that computer, Luke. I can't imagine we have it in that one. No, I, I didn't see anything. Let's find it. Let's yeah. go ahead and uh, and search that one up. And uh, whenever there's a break in, in the action in the song, uh, it would build up to the moment where all of a sudden you hear, T, uh, you hear uh, Clint Eastwood a cappella go, 
Go ahead, punk. Make my day. Well, now you're getting the two mixed up. You would say that, go ahead, punk? Yeah. Because it was, punk was from the first one, from Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry, right. Well, it was going down on the bad part of town at an all-night grocery store. Oh. The old man there, his hands in the air, his customers on the floor. What a stinker. The hooch took all the money, and all of his hard on paper. Then a tall man stepped in with a cynical grin said, Go ahead, make my day. Oh, it sounds like Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> it does a little bit. Yeah. I do like the kind of Peter Gunnish music. Let's hear a little more. She finds herself surrounded. Oh, she'll never get away. This was on the radio? Yeah. Punk, go ahead, make my day. All right, you did, Jerry. Yeah. Good job, Glenn. They actually paid me money to play crap like this. <laughs> it was a terrible song. Yes, it is. N- now they're paying you to talk about crap like paid this. <laughs> for getting crap like that. It's unbelievable. It's disgusting. <laughs> Hotline, Real Radio. Dano, you got Hotline? Dano? Yes? You got to help me. I just lost my cock. <laughs> Oh, man. That's your fault. You're the what one that brought that, that bordered limerick. No, it did yeah, not. Yeah, that it was close. It was close to a limerick, Glenn. No, it wasn't. 877-927-6969, toll free. We're in that weird limbo state where there's just, if we if we took your call, I'd have to end it way too abruptly. So uh, let's, uh, let's crush a few more of these emails that came in on the heels of us talking about corporate mascots uh, and some of the other stuff. Uh, Max Hedrum from Coca-Cola. Again. We're getting a lot of the repeats in the yes, email. Yes, we are. <clears throat> Toys are off. Uh, the Jeffrey. Jeffrey the giraffe. Jeffrey the giraffe. That's right. Yep. Um, how about the old ZZR mascot, Jason the ferret? <laughs> <laughs> Jason the ferret. Yeah, well, I guess he. I guess that became the face of Jason. <laughs> well, you remember where that uh, where that came from? It was right? a Budweiser commercial, right. wasn't it? As a matter of fact, that was mentioned in the email. Taz sent us that one. The Budweiser Frogs. Yeah. Budweiser. And there was there was lizards. There was two chameleons. That's right. And there were the frogs. And then they moved. They they brought in this uh, this ferret thing. Ferret. Didn't Jason Alexander do one of the voices of the lizards? Maybe. I think he did. He does a lot of voice work. Right. Hell, Jason Alexander. He goes back where he was at. He was at. Uh, he was. He danced for a McDonald's commercial. Yeah, that's right. I remember seeing that, that on some TV commercial, some show about old TV commercials. Uh, they did they that showed whole, him that whole dance routine mm-hmm. in front of McDonald's. Incredible. Uh, and Spuds McKenzie was really a female dog. That's true. Yeah, I need to point that one out to us. Appreciate that. Uh, I, some of these I. I <laughs> Some of these, I, I don't, I don't. Mr. Goodwrench? Mr. Oh, Mr. Stephen Colbert was Mr. Goodwrench 12 years ago? That makes sense. He does. It, it. That guy who was Mr. Goodwrench does look a hell of a lot like Stephen Colbert, now that I think about it. Huh. I, I wonder if it was him. I guess so. Huh? Yeah, I suppose. And then where's the beef lady? <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, the Coca-Cola polar bears. I love the polar bears. Oh, yeah. At Christmas time, they would always do those commercials. Good yeah. suggestion there, Will. 
Appreciate that one. Oh, how about the uh, rabbit from the Nestle Quick commercials? Yep. Don't know if anybody said that in Tanya. No one did say that yet. Did that rabbit have a name? I don't think it did. No? Maybe not? Dig him. Dig him? Was that Sugar Smacks? It was the frog, The right? frog. The frog? Yeah, yeah, dig him. That's right. Was it? But was it Sugar Smacks or was it? Super something? Sugar. No, it was Sugar Smacks because Super Sugar Crisp was, like was the bear. bear. Honey, not Honey Bear. No, I what? think it was Honey Bear. No, it may have been. Honey the Bear. Yeah. Yeah, because it had that light Sugar touch. Bear. Was sugar, sugar, sugar Bear. bear. Yeah. Huggy Bear. Uh, Huggy Bear. Huggy. Now we're not Starsky and Hutch. Now we're getting in a whole different direction. 877-927-6969. Toll free. 